Thanks for being up and Adam in the morning. It's the Crush 92.5-819 in studio. Riley Hubbard, what is going on? How are you, girl? Good to see you. I'm great. Thanks for having me, Adam. You're, appreciate it. Your mom literally had to call you and tell you not to drop the F-bomb? That's what she texted me. <laughs> Remember, don't say the F-word. You're on the radio. I love it. So, like, good luck, sweetie. You're going to do great. Or, but it's like, don't say the F-word. Don't say the F-word. <laughs> yeah, and she saw that. That is good posted, advice, though. Uh, on Instagram about Irish dance. And she's like, wait. Where are you Irish? When is Irish dancing happening? Yeah. Cherished memory. Well, I, I put a story on, because on, during the wine, Where Wine Takes You podcast, we I learned that you had like extensive river dance and Irish dancing extensive. skill set. Yeah. I mean. Would you like do these as like routines and like, like uh, what are they called? Like recital, not recital, but per, com- and oh, competitions. Feshes, actually. Feshes? <laughs> a fesh, yes. F-E-I-S. And oh yeah, big time. It was your... Were you guys, I mean, Michael Flatley was like the dude. He was like, yeah. did you go see him in Vegas? Like, he was mm-hmm. the dude. Story has it I'm related to him. Really? I mean, that's what they say. Wow. Our family's. Well, like, he was. Well, our family's in Ireland all on this like one hill. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, if you live close, you're probably related. Oh, that's, there you go. That's the story. You have Michael Flatley. It's like being told, like, you have the milkman's eyes or something. <laughs> you, have the, you have Michael Flatley's eyes, Riley. Well, I have his dance moves. So. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, because, I mean, that was by far a huge insurgent mm-hmm. trend. Yeah, it was wild. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And I, then all of a sudden it just went, yeah, cool down. Next thing. On yeah. to the next. And that picture that I, how old are you in that picture that I posted? You're probably oh. a, you're a preteen, like 12, 13? Probably, with way too much makeup on, yeah. And then you had, uh, and, and the outfits were really... Oh, I got to design that dress. Really? Um, there were swans on it. And yeah. It was like <laughs> raw <laughs> silk, green, and purple it's sequins. so old school. Obviously, a 12-year-old designed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty funny. I love it. Well, don't, don't say the F word. <laughs> so, uh, it's so cool to have you in here. I wanted to, we were talking about um, box wine before then i read a couple articles about it and then i was like hey you should come and talk about box wine you were going to mexico and stuff so we we're, we're wanted to bring you in here to talk about box wine because you i don't know if anybody that was doing it before you on the central coast like in, in Paso. yeah 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 i mean I'm box wine for a long time but it's cool to see box wine become a thing where we're putting great wine in a box yeah i think it makes a lot of sense to me especially with the supply chain issues these yeah. days and everybody not getting glass and um it it's actually it's just the more sustainable choice. We fill it um, by our kegs. So we basically go from keg to box, and we can actually refill this box. So so what, So what? obviously in the box, there's a bag, like a bladder bag. Yes, kind of so that's the only thing that, well, obviously it's plastic, yeah. but we, re, we kind of try to... You reuse them. Re, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you so can sanitize them. And people bring it back, and we'll sanitize and refill it. But um, and then, where do you put the wine in? Is there another receptacle? Yeah, right on the top. Oh, okay. So there's like a yeah. some sort of receptacle you yeah. connect it to the keg. But it's better than a. Um, it's basically better than like a growler. Yeah, if you will. Well, because um, a growler will go bad. Yeah, it has way too much oxygen exposure. This actually just collapses on itself. You're pulling from the bottom, so um, you can probably keep it in your fridge for. I don't know, months. No uh, way, really. I would think so. That's incredible. I, as long as it stays cold, I wouldn't want to like get it hot, right? Warm. And you it, have but. there. It's it's the Hubbardell. So you make this with Tyler. Yeah. So I started doing this because I ran out of wine. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, I need something to sell. That's a good problem to have, <laughs> right? Um, so I basically I I buy a barrel or two from friends, usually around Tin City, and keg them up. I'll add 
something of my own to kind of make it mine. And yeah, we just sell it. I don't know anybody who does that. Does anyone else do that? That's kind of cool. Think so. I you know, it's kind of you call it the crossing. <laughs> yeah, the crossing. We're down by the railroad tracks. And yeah, it's like me and my friends are making the wine. It says on here, made by friends for friends. That's um, pretty cool. And yeah, it's it's a nice way to kind of support the neighbors. Yeah, you're also. supporting the neighbors. You're you're getting you know two barrels out of one barrel because you're getting one from them. You're adding one to it or whatever. I don't know if it's a one to one thing. Pretty much, but, yeah, yeah, ish. And then so he gives you in this case what. Uh, so he had some Grenache Rosé that he wasn't going to bottle, and I actually, okay, so this is not really how you make Rosé, right. but I added some Grenache Blanc to it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so we added some, because I wanted to brighten it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then it, it turned out great. So you got a, you got a kind of a Rosé Grenache Blanc hybrid in that box right now. Exactly. And it's probably like a super... Very light, light color, right? Because uh, added... it's actually kind of like an electric highlighter color. It's weird. His was really dark. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. So I brightened it up, um, lightened it up, I guess. And uh, yeah, it's awesome. And then how much? One, and that's not a 750, or is it more than a 750? No, this. Okay. Also, it's safe spacing. Safe space saving. Wow. Oh yeah, there you go. Um, uh, this is one and a half liters. Um, we actually have to fill it's it a magnum. when it's in the box. Yeah, it's two bottles. Yeah. And then we also have three liter boxes, uh, which is four bottles. Yeah. And cool. they, you can't even tell because it's so tiny. But No, uh, yeah. We have to fill it when it's in the box. Otherwise, we can't put the bag <laughs> in the box. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's also kind of a good mm-hmm. like QC way of knowing, okay, it's full. Totally. You know? And, I mean... It's bursting out the edges. It's a really good idea if you want to, like, go on a hike and have some wine. Yeah, a magnum. The this says you want to go, like, a Bishop's Peak well, with a magnum. Part. You know? You yeah, know. yeah, totally. Friends. I like the beach, you know? Beach or like, idea. Uh-huh. Just kind of... I don't know. Um, even, like, on a road trip, too. It's less weight. Yeah. More wine. Now, um, I know Talbot's Creek has been... Because Jason's so good about... His blogs and getting out there. Oh, yeah. And if you were to read the publications, you would have think Thomas Creek like made this up. I know. Neil totally copied me. Tell me about this. <laughs> <laughs> he actually texted me and asked me, he's like, do you mind if, do you mind if yeah. we use Neil this, Collins, of course. Um, for Tablas, because Tablas, you know, they're big on sustainability. Uh, sure. And um, yeah, Jason did the research and box wine, sustainable. Is it, oh, they, yeah. is it very similar to what you're doing? Uh, they so they use the same pro, uh, company yeah. for the boxes and the bags. They actually um, use different bags that aren't reusable, but they kind of just pre-sold. I I like the reusable because I fill them as we go. Um, I don't know how much wine I have of right. certain, and we also use that wine for our events. So what we pour at the crossing stage in the back of Hubba. Um, are these wines, um, by the glass, by the carafe. This is just basically to go. Yeah. So I make it on demand. Um, they like made it and like just sold it out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. So I'll be there watching some live music or whatever and I'll be like, Hey, I want to, I want a box. And how much does this go for? This, uh, which is an equivalent to bottles like 50 one. Bucks. That's great. Yeah. Wow. That's so great. And it, just la- yeah, and it just yeah. lasts for a lot longer. Exactly. That's so um, cool. And you get to sample it before you buy a weird box wine. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you've all seen the like pretty boxes in the grocery stores. And you're like, yeah. I would like to try that, but I don't want to buy three liters of it. Right. But yeah. how about you can like taste it, try it and be like, oh, yeah. And it's made by a local winemaker, too. It's not some yeah. random bulk juice. That- right. Have you had a lot of success with these? 
Yeah. Like, are people wrapping their heads around the box? Kind of wild. We did some yoga events at Hubba. We did, like, yoga and brunch, and we'll we'll bring it back. But um, every time I did one of those events, I sold out of boxes. Wow. I was, like, making more as we... Yeah, it was cool. That's really neat. Yeah, I know. People are more open to it. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to come back. We're going to continue with Riley, uh, talk about some of the different things now, because, you know, she was mentioning a time when she was sold out of wine. I know she's got more now. And it's perfect timing because she is starting her concert series at her place in Tin City. If you haven't been there yet, it's a lot of sprawling room. It's beautiful. It's got a cool feel. Tucked in the back of Tin City by the railroad tracks. We'll continue with Riley coming up. It's Up and Adam in the morning. Up and Adam in the morning. It's the Crush 92.5. Happy Friday. Where are you going? I was going to get more wine. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. It's like Ray does not like crack the mic and go in. She's like getting up to leave. I'm like, where are you going? Uh, Riley Hubbard is in studio. Oh, do we, we changed your name? You're, you're married. I am. I'm so sorry. I, I feel bad. I've been calling you by your. Oh no. I mean, well, your married my name. Wine name doesn't really make sense anymore. Hubba, but uh, yeah. Roddick is my last. Riley Roddick. That's what I should call you then. I love alliteration. Riley okay, Roddick. Riley Roddick. That is pretty cool. Um, that's a cool. That's a cool name too. Drinking is named after my husband. Oh, cool. Spoon Man is his nickname. The so. Shannon Block. Spoon- yeah. Is it, his nickname is Spoon Man. Yeah. What is, uh, where does that come from? He loves to spoon me. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> I need to come up with like a really good story, but, um, he, his first word was spoon. Oh, okay. There was a comic when oh. he was young called Moon Man Mullins and his dad just always called him Spoon Man. Oh, that's, that's his Stuck. nickname since he was a kid. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And then tell, tell me the story behind the Chenin Blanc. The Chenin Blanc. It's the first time I made Chenin Blanc and it's actually from Shell Creek Vineyards, which is out in Avenals, uh, by Shandon. And that's where my husband's from. His best friend, Daniel, well, growing up, Daniel Sinton, owns the ranch. Okay, cool. And it's 50-year-old Chenin Blanc, dry-farmed, organic, super cool, farmed by the nicest guy ever. I Daniel love Chenin Blanc. I do, too. That's a fun wine to drink. It's This one's really expressive. It's really textured. I'll give you some more. Um, what do you, um, what do you, as far as... Uh, Old vine Shannon. It's one of those grapes kind of like Zin where you're like, oh, we talk about the old vines and like it just makes it so much more, I don't know, uh, you know? And then I feel like there was a lot of, I've heard there was a lot of Shannon here before that, that got yanked out in Paso. I guess there was. Maggie was telling me that. And I think, um, it's definitely a fertile grape. So, um, all the Shannon I've ever worked with, there's massive clusters and a lot of them. So you got to cut a lot off. And I think, for yields and for bulk wine, that's why it was planted. Well, they pulled um, it for Chardonnay, probably. Well, and I think that, yeah, people, they weren't farming it, right? Yeah. And so it probably just kind of got lost in the shuffle. And Now it's like I'd rather have the Shannon than the Chardonnay. It depends. I like. Yeah. I make both. So. You, you make both from Paso? <laughs> uh, no, the Chard I get either from Santa Maria, Bienestito, right. or um, Massa. Yeah, so I called it. But so do you think, um, what would you rather have, a Paso Shannon or a Paso Shard? You know, it depends on the day. Yeah. Um, right now, Shannon. Uh-huh. Yeah, right, because it's in the <laughs> Breakfast class. wine. Right. Indeed. <laughs> and it's a fun wine to order when you're out of places, too. I To, to taste different places. And Shannon, uh, both of those Because that's Vouvray, right? Are very versatile. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they can go from, like, super lean, acid-driven to, like, really rich and full-bodied. Um, so you can drink them on any occasion, really. God bless. I think. Hubba Wines is tucked in the back of Tin City by the railroad tracks. If you just kind of follow Marquita and you make that left and you're kind of going, just keep going. Down by the railroad tracks. And you will fully hit the parking lot and then you keep going, you'll hit Hubba. It's, it's impossible. You see the big riding Hubba on the thing. It's a fun, you've really turned that place in. 
uh, to a, a really cool spot. We're trying. It's such a big space. It is. It's kind of intimidating mm-hmm. to try to fill it, you know? Um, but slowly but surely. We're you got some fun ideas that you're doing. I mean, obviously, the box wine. You got cider there. You got live music. We're going to talk about that in a second. You got pizza. Yeah, you got a whole <laughs> right. You got a whole little like it's a little party pad. Yeah, it's it's fun time, and you kind of have to find us. It's not just like out in the open. We got to kind of either know about us or kind of walk around the corner and just discover us. And it's kind of cool vibes. I like it a lot. You uh, how often does the train come by? Twice a day. Yeah, yeah it, pretty rarely. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so let's talk about the concert series, because this is beginning yes. tonight. Yes, tonight. Slow Stumblers. Um, so Manuel from Traffic Records is curating it all. Oh, great. Um, KCBX is sponsoring us as well. I don't know, does 92.5 want to sponsor us as well? What, what is the, what do uh, they got to do to sponsor? Well, I don't know, just like promote, oh, you're, I'm here. Well, so you're on my you show are. right now, yeah. <laughs> I'm not on your flyer. <laughs> I know. Uh, you can be, you can be. Um, but yeah, it, it's a, uh, it's a cool little lineup. Everything's going to be different. It's always Friday nights, uh, five-ish to eight-ish, depending uh-huh. on the Like band. every Friday night? Every Friday, throughout summer. Wow. Yeah, we're going to stop for harvest, obviously. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, um, yeah, every Friday, and it's kind of a crazy lineup. we got Slow Stumblers, The Charities, which is like Soul, uh, Dante Marsh. And He's great. He was just in the studio Turkey a couple business. days ago. Oh, yeah. Turkey yeah. Buzzards, they're fantastic, too. I know, and all yeah. pretty different. Um, so tonight is the Bluegrass Night, and I'm really excited about it. And uh, when we were there doing the Where Wine Takes You podcast, just kind of looking, because there's no one there. Mm-hmm. You're just kind of looking like, wow, this is a big footprint. It's it's very large. So. I bet when you put a band there and you have a lot of people, you know. I think Bear Market Riot pulled the most people. We did like a like kind of a test out series yeah. uh, last August, and I think we had like 150 people there, and it we could have more. For sure. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it, it felt busy. That's cool. Good. Yeah, but we got wines by the glass. You can buy bottles. You can buy boxes if you want. Uh, yeah. If you're going for it. And uh, it's all all ages. Uh, and we're doing... We're asking, That's cool. Yeah. We're asking for a $5 donation for the band. Uh, but, you know, if you can't do it, you can't do it. Do you have um, pet friendliness? Yes. I'm not like... Um, you're not, you don't I'm seem not advertising by it, it just yeah. because when there's too many dogs, it's a it thing. gets it's a, crazy. Yeah. But dep- if the dog is very well behaved, for why? Yeah, and your kids. Yes, <laughs> and kids. Um, if they, if and like if I don't have to babysit or dog sit, right. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, we want it to be family friendly, dog friendly, but um, just make sure your dog and kid are cool. What do you do with the pe- <laughs> right? <laughs> what do you do with the pizzas? Was this the oh this was something pizza. that Nolan put into right? Oh yeah, well he's helped out a lot with that. Um, but Caleb, um, my friend Caleb Salisbury, he is a chef from LA, fine dining background. He moved up here during the pandemic. His parents shut down the. He was at Cat in the Custard Cup. I don't know if anybody knows it in La Habra, but um, he moved up here and it's kind of just. Work and harvest at dinner and yeah. would show up, hang out with us. They used to buy my wine for their restaurant and he would always like bring us treats and make us really um, delicious snacks. And I was like, why don't you sell something here? And so he's like, well, I like pizza. <laughs> and I think pizza and wine are a great combo. So they are. He has this badass pizza oven um, that he fires up every weekend and great uh has all fresh local ingredients he makes his own dough he makes his own cheese and his own sausage wow no he's legit it's so good how fun um if it uh, in my opinion yeah best pizza in town wow that's I, well, cool I eat a lot of it but yeah and yeah. his ranch you guys you got to come and get the ranch he, he does his own ranch dressing oh yeah it's the 
you can't eat any other ranch after you eat oh, his ranch. Stop it. It's so good. Now you're totally speaking. I have a little IV bag of ranch oh, at home. So good. Is, yeah, I do, I do love ranch dressing. Um, and I got to check this guy's uh, pies out. This sounds like so much fun. Uh-huh. Yeah, every weekend he'll, he'll be there. Um, eventually, we're going to be open a little bit later, too, probably next weekend. Uh, Thursday through Sunday. Trying to be open till like, 7 o'clock. Friday's always until the band ends, like, 9-ish. Right. Um, but, yeah, we're going to have pizza during the day and at night. Love it. We're going to come back. We're going to wrap up with uh, Riley Roddick. She is from Hubba Wines. We have uh, got the Shannon Blanc in the glass. It is Friday. This crossing box wine we were talking about. Super cool. You can get those. Is it HubbaWines.com? Yeah. I will come back. It's yeah. it's uh, HubbaWines.com. It's Friday. Thanks for being up at Adam in the morning. Thanks for being up at Adam in the morning. It's The Crush 92.5. My name is Adam Montiel. Happy Friday. It's 849. Thrilled to have in studio uh, Riley Roddick. She is the winemaker, the owner for Hubba Wines. They're uh, tucked back in Tin City. It's so good to see you. How are you? Happy Friday. I'm excellent. How are you? Happy are you normally Friday. up this early? Is this, I mean, obviously with Harvest you are, but... Usually, yes. So yeah. The, Today was a little hard. Was it? Yeah. You went a little hard last night? I was going to bring you the Mother Chardonnay, but I accidentally drank it last night. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So, um, I was listening to an interview that John Mayer did yesterday, actually. He was talking about... The idea of like when you hear one of your own songs and you're like, oh my God, like I, I wrote that, like I did that, you know, and yeah. he's like, not to be like, and it's not super ego, it's just like, oh my, and it's like a little bit proud, a little bit like mm-hmm. touched, and, you know, As do you ever feel be. that with a wine? Yeah, I was, yeah, just thinking about it um, with this wine right here. <laughs> I Every once in a while, you're like opening all the wines for the tasting room and you're smelling them, tasting them, and they go in their phases, like sometimes they're amazing tasting, sometimes you're like, oh, that's really closed. But um, every once in a while, you're like, damn, I yeah. need that. Like, <laughs> That's going to feel so awesome. good. Yeah, I give my girls a, a high five when I do that. Usually I'm like, yeah. You guys we did this. this. What is this one? This is Dreamland, and it's uh, mostly Grenache, uh, some Cab, and a little bit of Zinfandel. Cool. It's a fun blend. Um, and we just bottled it, and I'm surprised how good it smells and tastes right now. How much Zin is in there? I think it's like 12%. Okay, cool. What a fun little blend there. Yeah, 12%. And it, but it's, it's still, I mean, and I hate to use the wrong adjectives, especially around a winemaker, but mm-hmm. there's something about it, maybe because it's got a little chill to it. It's, it's got a, like a light on its feet, mm-hmm. fun, yeah. fun aspect to it. You know what yeah, I mean? it's fresh. It's yeah. pretty. Fresh, fresh, that's a good way to put it. Fresh and um, uh, like kind of floral. Um, yeah. Really nice and lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm proud of it. Is it fun to play with different um, grapes from all over the place? Like, obviously, you're in Paso. Paso's mm-hmm. just, like, blowing up. So then you, like, Tin City's blown up. It's so cool. Yeah. To see. But then you, you get to play with, like, some fun fruit like Biennacito. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, here we are with the, the Shell Creek stuff. I like and, it a lot. And um, a lot of times I want to do the whole sense of place, vineyard designate, mm-hmm. be that kind of winemaker. But I also really like blending. It, it allows you to make the best wine of the year. And not just be like, okay, well, I really like this from this yeah. vineyard this year, but if I add a little bit of this, it actually tastes better, and I like it more. So, How was 2020 as far as, like, being a winemaker who gets a lot of fruit from places? Mm-hmm. Do you start going like, oh, you know, okay, so how was it for you? Because, I mean, a lot of people struggle <laughs> in 20. Yeah, 2020 was um, the year to buy fruit, not the year to own a vineyard, yeah, huh? say, especially... You know, in Monterey County and, oh, yeah. and here too. The smoke, was an issue. Um, sure. the smoke was a crazy issue. I mean, 
Yeah, so I typically buy fruit, a lot of fruit from Monterey County and Massa Vineyard in particular. And, you know, they, the Carmel fire was stopped at the driveway at, at Massa. And so, wow. you know, they didn't sell any fruit that year. And um, so I, you know, pivoted. Yeah, right. And, and went step. down south yeah. um, and got fruit from Bandecito and more uh, Cambria and just less of In Santa Maria, no Monterey County. Yeah. Or Cambria, Cambria, the both. Yeah. Cambria. Oh. No, no, no. Cambria. Sorry. Pasetti Vineyard in Cambria. Oh, I got it. Okay. Got it. Bandecito and Santa Maria. But yeah, yeah I just, um, it, it does give you flexibility when you're buying fruit like that. Um, you get to pick and choose. Which, it's cool to see the North coast really coming alive, huh? Yeah. I mean, more and more every year, like some great stuff coming from there. I agree. Yeah. And it, it's kind of wild. Monterey County is so big mm-hmm. and it's it's giant it's huge and it's a lot of huge growers so it's cool to get to know different little small family owned and operated vineyards around there because it's kind of hard to find and i i feel cool I, like I get to explore it and discover these cool wineries that or not wineries vineyards yeah that um i didn't know about before and it's fun to play with that fruit too it really is mm-hmm. this one's really good i like this one Thank you. Obviously, I'd love to have my own vineyard. I mean, would you? Oh yeah, I'm a control freak. I'm just too poor. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I remember it was it was funny because I you know you take someone like a legend like Mike Siner, and mm-hmm. he was getting some of the greatest fruit. He was doing you know all that, and then you know that dream. A lot of people have that dream to get their own fruit, but then it's like it, you know ish becomes very real at that point. Oh yeah, and then you know if there's a fire, you you gotta sure with it. <laughs> yeah yeah. But um, but yeah, I mean. Ideally, you have it right there, and you have all the control. You have all the say. You're, it's it's yours. What have we learned about Riley Roddick today? We learned that she did box wine before Talbot's Creek, <laughs> and they uh, they even called her as a courtesy. That was pretty cool. Thanks, Neil. Neil's great. He's the best. Yeah, and they're so good at like I mean, just for them to like get that out there because and Jason's so good at that too. Just like oh yeah, they're. You know, I- I mean, I'm the worst at marketing. But well, if you read an article about Paso wine in, say, like the New York Times, the LA Times, or wherever, it's likely going to have a quote. I'm putting my money, and there's going to be a quote in there somewhere from Jason Haas. Totally. You know. Yeah, his blog is awesome. It is. It really is. Mm-hmm. And what they're doing with like regenerative farming is pretty cool. I love it. But you like the boxes because I mean, there's obviously a, a higher degree of sustainability. Sustainability, convenience, super convenient, and you know, their longevity. Yeah. <laughs> They last. Have you ever like got somebody brought in a bag or a box? You're just like, I'm going to give you a new box, bro. <laughs> uh, yes, actually, yes. One was absolutely disgusting. Just and like, I was just like, no, trash. you never even, like, this has been in your car for right, right, four right, months. right. right. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. But um, no, they're, they're great and easy and portable and we love them. Do you have to worry about Patrick from Weinstein coming over and just doing the spout right into his mouth? We'll let Patrick do that. Patrick Patrick's the only one who's allowed to do that. Uh, it's slap called the, the crossing. <laughs> yeah, slap the bag. I love mm-hmm. it. Um, so the crossing is really these kind of collabs between Riley and Hubba's Wines with, you know, any number of her friends. And this one's got uh, Tyler's Wine Nell in here. It's 100% Grenache Rosé. It's got a little bit of Grenache Blanc in there, too, which is really fun. Uh, from the Willow Creek. And you, like you said, these things, you got it's the size of a magnum in oh, that yeah. little box. Exactly. And it's good for a long time when you, you know, okay. you're not going to have, like, when you open a growler or when you have something like that or even a bottle of wine, mm-hmm. that oxygen gets to you have a number of days. Growlers, I think, are even, you know, I mean, the growlers, remember, that's the thing they did Rhoda back in the day or mm-hmm. Tally, fill up the growler, go to the lake, yep. fill up the growler, go wherever. And they're heavy, too. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is 
fairly like, yeah. for two bottles of wine. Totally cool. And uh, yeah. And you can get one that's four bottles of wine too? Yeah. We have a three liter as well. What does that go for? A hundred? Uh, probably. I don't know. Yeah, this, I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, and this it, you 50? get a discount the more you buy. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Well, check out um, what Hubba's got going on tonight and every Friday up until harvest. You, you call it something fun? We're calling it The Crossing. The Crossing? Uh, yeah. Or, I don't know. The Concert Series. The Concert the Series of The Crossing. Yeah. Hubba cool. Wines. Yeah. Very good. Uh, traffic Records, KCBX, sponsoring, and it'll be a wide variety of acts. So, definitely check out our Instagram. Check out HubbaWines.com and the the lineup will be there. We should have you pour at Mac and Cheese Fest. Okay, I love Mac and Cheese. Yeah, let's get you to pour at the Mac and Cheese okay. Fest. I'd love that. I would love to be there. Look at your calendar. You have June eighteenth open. Saturday, June eighteenth. Saturday, yeah. Yeah, Saturday. June eighteenth in Avila Beach. It's a fun. It's a fun event. Have you been there before? No, but oh I, I hear about it all the time, and yeah. um, I'm obsessed with Mac and Cheese. So. Oh, then you're gonna love it. Imagine just like you know, two dozen plus chefs coming out, just throwing it down. Get some help at your table too, so okay. you can walk around and go. Get your drink on and I'm get your Mac on. I'm supposed to be... Oh, oh no! To... <laughs> you and your calendar, Riley. What? Where are you supposed to be? I'm supposed to be going to Sonoma with Maggie oh. Tillman from Alta Colina. Well, you can't say no to Maggie. I know. Oh. We planned it because we never hang out. Well, all right. <laughs> but you know what? Maybe um, we can... Maybe, maybe, maybe we can one move of the girls. Because we can always go to Sonoma. You can always go to Sonoma. Right? Sonoma's not going anywhere. Sonoma. Next time you go to Sonoma, go to Porter Creek. Have you ever heard of that place? You told me about it. Yeah. Uh, Carignan. Old Van Oh, you remembered. Cool. Yeah. yeah I forgot I told uh-huh. you that. It's good. Amen. Yeah, good. I love Old Just Van. not that weekend. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's always so good to see you. Thank you so much for the wine. I love this. I mean, the first, the Chenin Blanc uh, that you made in homage to your hubby. That is really, really good. Um, I love because I just love Shannon Block. I'm like, yeah, big fan. And then this one remind me of the blend of this red again. It's uh, let me look. Yeah, because it's got little zin. It's got some. It's sixty two percent Grenache, twenty six percent Cab. Wow, Cab's off and twelve percent zin. Look at you all over the place with that blend. I know it's always a Grenache Cab blend, and then depending on the year, whatever tastes. You don't find that a lot Grenache Cab blends, do you? No. What do you like about them? I I stole the idea from a place that I used to work uh, called Law mm-hmm. State Wines. And Never heard of them. Of course, <laughs> La- yeah, it's incredible. And it was um, my favorite blend that we made there was a Grenache Cab. Um, Scott Holly thought of it, I guess. He's I he's, stole it from him. He's a pretty smart dude. I'm into it. Fantastic winemaker. Well, good. This was so much fun. Did you have fun? Thanks for coming I had down a great here. Great time. Thank you. I'll have to bring you back down here for sure again. I love drinking wine at eight in the morning. This is great. Thank yeah. you for talking box wine with me. I really wanted to break it down oh. with a pioneer like yourself. Oh. <laughs> You're a pioneer of box wine and pasta. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and don't forget it. to check out the Hubba, the Crossing Concert Series, uh, beginning tonight. Uh, how can people find you online? HubbaWines.com. HubbaWines.com. At HubbaWines. Hubba Hubba yeah. Right. If you, yeah. That that's it, basically. I don't know. All right, I'm I'm bad at online, but come hang out. All right, Riverdance for me off the air next. Cheers. Cheers.